Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Viva Las Vegas! <laughs> we can finally say it. Yeah. We're going on holiday. <laughs> That's right. All the way to sunny Vegas. This is We're all going to get t-shirts with nicknames on, like <laughs> Mr. Top Shagger and <laughs> stuff like that. Lads, lads, lads. We're going to get pissed on the plane, hour. Shout at some stewardesses. Exactly. Now get the Megabus hour. <laughs> But right, this is the Cultaholic Podcast. Joined as always by the fabulous Ross. Hello, fabulous Matthew. The fabulous Jack. Fabulous Jacques. Rougeau. He's oh, dick, nice. He's a dick. Yeah. Oh, well done. He's what? Apparently, he's a dick, isn't he? Is he? Jacques Rougeau. Oh. I've only heard Kevin Owens talk about him. Kevin Owens doesn't like him. Oh, yeah, they fell out. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I didn't think much was training sessions, apparently, which was just watch old Quebecos matches. <laughs> <laughs> or an hour on repeat. And yeah, you weren't here last week. You were ill, I believe, but now you're better. That was just off. Okay, fine. Couldn't hack it. Didn't come in. I like your honesty, Ross. <laughs> and Jack, you had a lovely time somewhere. I was in Tenerife. Oh, lovely. Ooh. How was the plane ride there? Oh, I had two layovers. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah. To Tenerife. I know. Newcastle, London, London, Madrid, Madrid, oh, Tenerife. <laughs> the way, I know. The way back was just direct. How much money did you save by doing that? I don't. It was. It was one of those. Was it ones, worth it? The question. I think it probably was. It was one of those ones where it was because I looked at other flights direct and they just. It was a dodgy times or it was like more expensive. I just. I think I've done all right. Anyway, that's oh. yeah. A nice time. God bless Good you. You're up and down like a horse draws. No, oh dear. No. <laughs> I love expression. Anyway, in the news this week, uh, we're going to Vegas for Starcast <laughs> 2. That's right. Yes, we are. There's a multitude of things on offer. You'll be doing the Cultaholic Live Cultaholic Live, which is a show split into two halves, which we can't reveal yet. Oh. We don't want to. You have to watch it next week. <laughs> and then we'll be the live Cultaholic podcast. Well, we'll have to try and not use that word. Diddlers. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. Oh, that word? Yeah, that word. Along with effing and blinded, we can't say diddlers. We don't effing blind on this. We're normally quite Yeah, but this is not letters. Colorholic, pre-recorded podcast. Diddlers not translate over there. It's all the Americans shout at me. I assume they're all Colorholic fans. Maybe a different reason, we don't know. You've been to Starcast 1. I have. So you're going to know what to do. You're going to be our guide. Here's what yeah, do. that was in Chicago though. But yeah. Oh, you mean with the wrestlers? Uh, well, no, they're all walking just... around like it's like it's normal. Okay. Like you, you get in the first time, he's like, "There's Rory Rory Animal. There's Simon Gotch. There's someone's trying to steal Jeff Jarrett's guitar. <laughs> <laughs> there's a policeman grabbing him." Really? Did that happen? That was awesome. Oh my god! Was it at work? No. Okay. Well. If it was, no, no one recorded. It, it wasn't on any TV shows. <laughs> wow. so it, was, it was it was a work for the the marks. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we were very helpfully, because it was very late at night, and we were very helpfully singing the big boss man's old theme. Then <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Joe tilted his head, and we're like, Ugh. This is going to be an interesting theme tune. Exactly. Uh, this is going to be an interesting 
trip this theme yes. tune. And I, I got what you meant. It is, a good, it is an interesting theme song. Yeah. But I'll also be doing the getting high whilst watching wrestling. I assume the high is an endorphin rush as we'll be doing cardio. <laughs> it's called yeah. getting high whilst watching wrestling. Yes, with, with Ron that? Funches. Right. It's no, in no, Ron, I was on Conan O'Brien Funches. He was on Joe Rogan as well. Sorry, Ron, I was on Conan O'Brien and Joe Rogan Funches. <laughs> yeah, he lost like a mad amount of weight, didn't he? He has, I. That's what I was talking about. That's what he, I was talking about on Joe Rogan. He smokes weed and he's lost weight. <laughs> no one in history. <laughs> and wow. also a uh, little known wrestler known as X-Park. He or oh, he's right. Well, that makes sense now. It's recreational over there, isn't it? In that state, I hope that state, so. Yeah, I think. The Are you reason... going to be partaking in the the doobies? I think I'll have to. Did you take the, the narcot as it's known? I'll not. Be, uh, I'm the most obvious. Not that I've ever before, ma'am. But <laughs> yes. But like, oh yeah, any anyway, future employer. Yeah, because you don't want to be saying anything negative on online. That might affect your future. Well, I just, I, just uh, right? I just don't like it. I don't oh. care about these. I've, I've done it before. I don't, I don't like mind. I'm lazy enough. It makes you feel like you've got pins and needles, and I hate pins and needles. Oh, I just, oh, not good pins and needles, I'm not bad pins no, and needles. No, I don't like it. all the same to me. I feel no. like a stodgy, worthless mess anyway most of the time, and that just compounded the misery even further. So I don't do it much. Like, at all. 2011, that was my prime. Haha. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> my prime is 2009. Um, <laughs> See, it's good to de-weed like at the end of a day, but I'm not one of these people that like starts off a day and does it because it's like, right, well, that's the day done. Well, Nine a.m. It's it, already out for the psychological trips and whatnot. Psychedelic. I'm trying to be Joe Rogan and I can't do it. Hunt some elk, smoke some weed. <laughs> dunner, dunner. <laughs> so yeah, that'll be things you can do. We'll see also in Vegas. If those things don't take your fancy, there is also double or nothing and a load of things that the wrestlers and other podcasts are doing. And if those don't interest you, also in Vegas, uh, legalized prostitution. <laughs> wow. wow. So lots of stuff to do in Vegas. Wow. But just to say, Friday at 1 p.m., that is the Cultaholic live show. And then Sunday at half past three, I think we're the main event. Whoa. We'll call that Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. Even if we're not going on last, we're still the main event. I think it's, it's on like the, WrestleMania. <laughs> on, the list, on the list, it's us. And then it's the rap party thing. There's a rap party? Nice. No. Can't Gosh. wait for that. So we're the main event on the Sunday, just well, closing the weekend. Well, everyone's you know? pre-drinking in their hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> in the news this week, Lars, it just says. It's just his name with a question mark mm. on it. Yeah, Lars Sullivan. His, I bet that's what every single person that works for WWE said to him this week. Lars? <laughs> Lars. Yeah, so I think we know the reason for his panic attack when he saw Big E backstage on Raw and <laughs> the friggin' theme from uh, Kill Bill started playing. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it is history of posting on forums has really got brought up because yeah. it is weird like to think that stuff you could say years and years ago when you're a dumb kid can come back to home. Now, usually I'm agree. so glad I'm old enough you, to have not had my escapades. Usually I'd agree, but he was like in his mid-twenties. Mid-twenties? Yeah, he was like posting all this stuff sounding like a 14-year-old old He was going to say, yeah, you thought no. he was like 10 years old or no, something. No, he, he was a proper adult and that. Oof. Oof, oof. Well, not a proper adult by judging by what he was saying. No. <laughs> And he's like, of a late developer. obviously, the racism and the homophobia and everything, that's absolutely terrible. But also slagging off WWE wrestlers who he's then been powerbombing. <laughs> like, he was saying stuff about Kurt Angle, I think. He said the... What was it about Kurt? Oh, he said, what was it about AJ Styles? He said that he was like old and slow or something like that. Or just oh. old and past <laughs> it. And this was like 10 years ago. This is 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So yeah, Lars, uh, I think they've just been treating it like no one knows about it. Mm. But then Big E tweeted saying, "We know, oh yeah, we know." Yeah. Like, oh, I'd love to just watch that, just watch it happen. Just them letting Lars know that they know, yeah, yeah. and what Lars would do. 
Yeah, but then it's isn't it good, like, I know that you know that I know, because it's like, all right, well, I'm not doing anything negative here then, because it's... Kalisto as well. He tweeted, What's he tweeting? He said, he better avoid me. I'm Latino. And then a fist emoji. <laughs> 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 now, I'm on Kalisto's... I'm on his side. I know, but put him up. I know, I know, he's... Go on, Kalisto. I believe in you. He's, yeah, but he's pals with Sin Cara, who's the hard man. Oh, right? oh he's, he's got a legitimate yeah. UFC record backstage, hasn't uh, he, Sin Cara? Yeah. <laughs> Undefeated? And he can call on Raul Jimenez now. And Raul Neves. And... Oh, because he wore the mask. Aye. Uh, he was, at, he yeah. was there last Saturday, right. wasn't he? Did he go to uh, Wolves? He was at the stadium, aye. Wow. <laughs> all wearing Sin Cara masks. <laughs> that is amazing to see. <laughs> no, like, I don't understand how it's I love happened. When I thought it was a joke when people sent it to me. Look, oh, Sin Cara's at them. I was like, yeah. Mick Foley's oh, a Sheffield United fan. Now, no, John Cena's well, talking. a fiver, I think, for some reason. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, I want, I want. Morrow was outside same games as Park at one time because he was like Peter Beards. used to play for a team he used to follow. Vancouver, oh, uh, the Whitecaps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Tyson Kidd's a Sunderland fan. Well, he wore the shirt at a house show once to yeah, get he heat did. in Newcastle. Oh, what heat it was! <laughs> yeah. Almost as heat filled as funny there, Las Vegas. <laughs> You can write it, but you cannot say it. Laws says some bad stuff, and we don't condone it at all. That's the news. <laughs> yeah, because we're soy boys, I think. Yeah. Is that what it works? Yeah, that's right. We'll be smashing his face in. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. Anyway, he does a split. That's all if it's, has it been properly proven that it's true? Pretty much. Yeah, because there's photos Big, of him. And Big right. E said, "Yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's well, pretty much. Dick. Yeah." No. Shane McMahon legitimately broke George Mizanin's, aka Mizdad's rib, at WrestleMania 35. Did he? George wasn't supposed to get in the <laughs> ring, but he was Vince's favourite part. Right wait, then. Oh, wait, George, wait. George Miz, right, has appeared on a podcast. I've forgotten the name of the podcast. It's on Cultaholic.com. Joe Rogan. <laughs> I wish it was Joe Rogan. He revealed that he was supposed to stop Shane delivering the elbow to the Miz through the announce table. That was supposed to happen. Right. But before they went out, Shane was like, follow my lead, kid. So Shane starts going, ooh, something in the dough from above, but it's George. (laughs) (laughs) And George goes, what am I supposed to do here? So he gets in the ring. So all of that business wasn't supposed to happen. He was just following... Following that was a shoot. Following Mrs. Uh, sorry, following Shane's lead, and then when he got backstage, he reckoned that Vince McMahon told him. And I really hope this is in front of Kofi and in front of Seth and in front of everybody else. Just went, damn it, that was my favorite part of the show. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine Kofi stood there crying, WWE Championship in hand, and Vince goes. You were the best, George. You. I think. Yeah, that met Miz's dad crying. Me rib. <laughs> <laughs> is he working us, Miz? Miz dad here, or is this true? Do you think? I listened to the little bit about the rib, the broken rib, not the joke, and the <laughs> Not the last Sullivan's post from ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> he sounded uh, sincere when he was saying about the rib, so it's not a surprise, oh. is it? Because it's shame up, man. Mm. Fair so, enough. Is that a joke or not? No, I no. All no, oh, right. That's what he's known for. Chris Jarrett going what that? Yes, yeah, stiffing. Stiff. I don't oh, even think. I think yeah. he just accidentally does it as well. I don't yeah. think he's trying to like be hard. I yeah. think he just is a bit wild. No, it was someone's theory in here that Vince hasn't smartened him up. <laughs> yes, he doesn't. He, he just thinks, <laughs> that, thinks that it's real. <laughs> <laughs> XFL twenty twenty do air on ABC, ESPN, Fox Sports, and FS One. Wow. Now I know nothing about TV in America, but I've right. seen a lot of people say that's huge. Mm. Right. So I'll just take that word for well, it. Well, I've heard of those channels. So, and that's that's a good sign, yeah. That's just, that's all the analysis. Yeah, that's all you're gonna you. get from us, us, us Brits. <laughs> are you gonna support a team? I think me and Ross have decided. I'm Dallas. Oh, I'm waiting to see what the kits are like. Okay. And the nicknames and whatnot. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you're right. 
we have to pick a different one. Yeah, we do. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm following it properly. May want to try and get into it. Mm. And then buy one of the jerseys. So when they go out of business in six months, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we can hold them. Like the five-star wrestling shirts we had last week. Which Thank I'd you like very to... much for them, by the way. Wait, did we what? I, I I walked in on Monday and it was there on my table. Have I got one? There was only I four. <laughs> and again, <laughs> the week, I couldn't it's believe how quickly right. the eBay guy it's delivered them. Oh, oh my it's actually God. over there if you want to get it. <gasps> I'll hold it yeah. up. I'll hold it up I'll, for the camera. I'll tip, go, I'll go, 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 go. Yeah. While, while you're doing that, I'll talk. So, Mr. Dan Hinkles, <laughs> aka the owner of Five Star Wrestling, I guess he's still the owner, the liquidator of Five Star Wrestling, um, did listen to the podcast That's last the week. Pack. Under the yellow tag. And wanted to point out that, yes, Brian Cage is on oh, the oh. shirt. Uh, oh, I actually thought you'd see. Oh, right, yeah. I've never seen these. Can you do it on camera so you get all the glee for the world to see? <laughs> I couldn't believe my eyes. I've had I've had four days to settle down. I was jumping for joy. Because <laughs> I couldn't believe I brought him and you guys were here. It's everything about it. It's the quality. It's the presence of the English line. Are you yeah. right? Uh, Brian Cage. As Brian Cage say, never repeats on the No. <laughs> and also, uh, you may have missed the podcast last week, but he was going through and goes, is that Jimmy Hart? No. <laughs> no. It's Johnny Five Star. That's the bloody five, the first ever five star wrestling champion you're talking about uh, there. That is class. That's so Dan, Dan send us then. No. I was going to say, I was, was, oh, was bad-mouthing him. But, uh, <laughs> I find, because I, I mentioned, oh man, I'd love to have a five-star wrestling t-shirt and somebody on Twitter, again, so I put, put you last week, I can't remember your name, I'm sorry, said, oh, here's a link, a guy on eBay selling a, a bunch. So I bought all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't oh, believe it. I went, oh, I hope, may I, it'd be good if they arrived, you know, within, oh, today, like the day of the point, so I brought them with me. I'm like, great. Where's Ross? Oh, he's not here. Where's Jay? He's like, good, dude. <laughs> So Bacini acted like yeah. he was really impressed. But uh, so Hinkle Bacini said... Bacini was a big fan of Five Star. He got hammered at one of the shows. He was so drunk. Ray! 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 <laughs> Bacini was in the front row in a Ray mask. <laughs> it was the month when he had to dress up as Goldust and I gave him the, you know, a little, oh. bit of a, a little bit of a night off and said, you have to wear the Ray Mysterio mask instead and shout down Ray like he's a hero. He also tried to get English line Eddie Ryan's attention too. <laughs> <laughs> he also tried to get in the shot with... Uh, cause remember when they were doing the thing with um, Bram? When he was in the crowd, just drinking a beer. That's right. He tried to get in the in the shot with them. <laughs> and you just oh. see this six foot four Ray Mysterio in a brown jumper. <laughs> like, <laughs> just imagine like you're a little kid who's trying to enjoy the rest, and just this thirty year old drunk together just ruining your night. Have you seen? There's some Simpsons thing I think over Homer just pushes a couple of kids out the way to get to the front of something. He's like, me, me. That, yeah, that's yeah. what Virginia was like when Ray was coming out. <laughs> Remember on Equals and Horses when Rodney won that kids contest? <laughs> but yeah, Dan Hinkles was quick to point out because we made some implications that the t-shirts uh, were being sold by a guy that wasn't paid by Five Star. He was like, no, they were paid. We were paid quite handsomely. They're selling them because they have, must have some remaining stock. So, okay. so Dan Hinkles, you need to come on the show. We need to interview you. <laughs> I want to know everything. Please. <laughs> so yeah, I, I thought so publicly, official... I publicly challenge you. That, we've got history. Official five-star merchandise. Hey. That's Good amazing, God, that's that. amazing. Oh. Should we wear that to America? <laughs> yes! We're moving to Cage. Yeah. Like, what the hell is that? <laughs> wear it on the podcast in America. Because either still touring. Huh? Uh. Uh, Rhino offered double his downside to stay with WWE, but turned it down. Yeah, why? I'm guessing there's a trainer or a coach or something, or a road agent. He was he was implying just to sit at home. He's just been saying he's been sitting at home for ages recently, and he wants to go out and work and help train people and help Create new stars. I wonder why they're so scared of Rhino going elsewhere. Not that I don't like Rhino. I just he's not he's not a huge name now. He's got a name value though, hasn't he? Yeah. I don't know how much AEW could capitalize off that name value though. He's not yeah. been seen in months. 
Well, they need somebody to go, hey, remember ECW? That isn't Tommy Dreamer. That's, uh, what, that's Impact, isn't it? That's the ECW retirement I film these days. I can't believe. People taking the mickey out of Impact Dean that 10 years ago. <laughs> I know exactly. Hey! I flicked yeah. it on you the day. It was Dreamer was in there. Sabu was there. Yeah. Van Damme was there looking blazed off his face. Unbelievable. It's so funny. I have heard that route. He looked amazing. Yes. Uh, it looked like Mummy's Alive, honestly. It's like, yeah. Like, oh, no. They're not going to do a walk-in. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, people are old. Uh, yeah, are. Double or Nothing on ITV box office. Ooh. I didn't know ITV box office was I a thing. I did not until know that was either. <laughs> so but apparently it does boxing and whatnot. So. Ah. And it's got ITV in the name, so it must be quite big. Yeah, I mean, World of Sport it's was not, on there. It's not free sports, is it? The home of five-star wrestling. So does this mean, to coincide with this, they will book Mighty Mayhem? Maybe. Is that your friend who was there? Yeah, that's uh, that's your yeah. version of the uh, British Lion. The no. English Lion. I, every time. Um, they could be both. I think it's... Well, then Matt Jackson said this is only just the beginning. So they're going to... Like, once they go weekly on Ooh, TV... Channel 4 gonna... box office. No. <laughs> <laughs> Davina's there hosting. We're live! Cody, you are that? live on Channel 4. <laughs> <laughs> Please do not shoot, brother. <laughs> nice. Thank you. It'd be weird though to see like Tuesday Night Dynamite, where it's going to be called on ITV4, because that's where the kickoff show is. The kickoff show is on ITV4. That's right. The, for an hour before, and then it goes on to box office. Right after there's repeats the... of uh, the detectives and the professionals <laughs> and Midsummer Murders. <laughs> on the pre-show, there's the Rumble or the Aye. Casino Royale, Casino Battle Royale. Yeah. Oh, um, that's a good pun. Which is like no, no, it's a thing. They've changed the rules. So yeah. like, you get oh. you have to pick a card from the deck, and then whatever suit you get, you're in a group, and I think. I was half listening. It was like it was like there's, <laughs> exactly, exact point. There's a deck of cards. Right, all right. I think everyone picks a suit, and then the suits go in. So like, if you get clubs, for example, the Joker goes in last. The up. Joker goes in last. There's only of one Joker because the Joker is wild. Yes. Um. And the the other match on there is um Kip Sabian versus Sammy Guevara in a big big old twinkle. I was gonna say what a sexy match <laughs> yeah. that is. Well, that doesn't get you reaching for your wallet. The IDB box office, not them. General well. area of that. Reaching for. Se- Putting your hand in your pocket. <laughs> Different box office, though. And Halico and Jerry Lynn signed with AE Dub. Big twink off there. Well, I don't yeah, know yeah, yeah, the big twink, Jer- Jerry, Jerry Lynn. Lynn. <laughs> hey, old twinks need love, too. Yeah, uh, yeah good. I think. Yeah, good. Well, do you, think you'll be in, do you think you'll do stuff on camera as well? He got signed as a coach, didn't he, Jerry Lynn? Yeah. Coach Jerry coach Lynn. Coach Jerry Lynn. Yeah. But I think the fact that they've done that means that he'll also get involved. He's on the graphic as a like coach Billy Gunn. <laughs> oh. He was at the performance uh, centre there recently, wasn't he, Jerry Lynn? There was a video on the world oh, YouTube channel. Didn't know that. He'll go and who the hell are you? Because he's, he's cut his hair off, obviously. Oh, oh right. Oh. <laughs> I think he looks good. <laughs> I think he looks good. He's made my heart. Like, uh, I'm Jerry Lynn. Stop yeah. saying twig. Morrow signs a new WWE contract. To remain as the lead announcer on NXT good. alongside Beth Phoenix. No Percy Watson anymore. He's gone. Oh, oh no! I don't know if he's been like gone from the company, but he's uh, he's left the announce table in NXT. He's been replaced by Betty Phoenix. He was growing on me a little bit. Personally. I was say, he was getting better. Yeah. I wonder how long I would have gone without noticing <laughs> if you'd not set out. <laughs> and he is just a slightly worse Byron Saxon, though. At the end of the day, it's that three-man booth thing. It's just get rid of it. The third man always. Yeah. yeah. Who's the third man? I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's like one guy's doing color. One guy's calling the moves, and then there's just... Ooh! Whoa! Ah. Yeah, we good, go. good point, Morrow. But AEW... Look out! Got, uh, Jim, <laughs> Jim Ross said, like, six weeks ago, maybe, AEW going to have a three-man booth. 
I know. It'd be him, that Alex Marvez, is it? The NFL guy? The play-by-play guy. Yeah, oh. and then your, your man in your mask. Uh, Excalibur. Get, yeah, it's Excalibur. Always say the other one. Okay. Super Dragon? No, Excaliabos or something, I don't know. <laughs> A different the Harry Potter word. spell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad that Mara stayed on there. He's good. He's really good. Yeah, but I want Excaliabos now. <laughs> right. That's, right. That's great. And that's the news. I want Nigel McGonagall. <laughs> that was the news. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. And now it's time for everyone's favourite bit of the podcast. <laughs> if your name is Ross, the Hall of Fame. And in descending order, Derek Sandy with 13%. Pacini nominated Derek. These are all a mystery to me. Well, oh, yeah, there. there would be. Sorry, yeah, uh, Derek... Because Pachit was on the podcast, he broke out his trump card, which is Derek Sandy he's and anything about the Isle of Wight. He's on Britain's Got Talent. Yes, I know. So- I know all about Derek Sandy <laughs> thanks to last week's podcast. And if you want to find out more about Derek Sandy, then you too can listen to last week's podcast. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog live-action trailer. That was, unsurprisingly, second place for me. And third place, first place, Jack the Jobbers flight crew, I 55%. Do know about this. I do know Were you about told this. about this? Uh, no, I just, checked, I just checked my Twitter one day. Oh. Just woke up in the hotel one morning... Oh, right. Just loads of jokes about me wanking on a plane. Yeah, basically. Which I've never done, just like I say. <laughs> Until we're going to Vegas. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> lads, lads, yeah, lads, lads. Cheap from Sam, that. Cheap. Yeah, but, it, but effective. Nah, the winner with 55% of the votes. <laughs> that many people who man. vote, who do Patreon, are thinking about ye jerking it. Oh, you should be flattered. Yeah. And you've just spilt water all over that's your face at the exact moment. <laughs> I was going to say, that's how people from Ashton say, Jack, jerk. Jerk. Jerk in the jobber. <laughs> um, Ashton. It all makes sense. Strange time. Oh. Very strange time. So, given that your cock won, you can go first, Jack. I'll be nominating the noble sport of association football. Because um, what a week it's been in football land. I was going to do that as well. Were you? Uh, I was going to put the Champions League in. But I'll, okay. think, I'll think of someone else, don't worry. I'll just go for football generally. Cause it, All of football. Sometimes, like my team is doing crap at the minute, Sunderland, but sometimes football just reminds you that it's just the oh, best. Absolutely. Vince McMahon needs to watch football and just apply that to wrestling. Just have yeah. the wrestlers play football matches and have drama like that. Yeah, it's oh. as if it's written. Oh, yeah. See, all the Americans are just going to know. Where do I know soccer from? That one Simpsons bit. Where it's like, <laughs> Passes to a centre. Yeah. Passes. Yeah. Holds, Holds it. Holds it. Holds it. Homer, I'll kill myself if Portugal doesn't yeah. win. <laughs> 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 um, Oh, but no, yeah, Liverpool beat Barcelona, it was amazing and historic, and then Tottenham, an almost as amazing and historic win over Ajax. Bloody hell. Crazy. Owen's pleased, even though I don't think he's been on camera yet, but people start. People have started to know who he is because of the <sighs> references we make to him. He was uh, hungover from Saturday night, I believe. So he's, this is the first day he's been in this week. <laughs> it actually really? Is. He's been awful. Oh, was that not, was not a I thought joke. he had the flu. No, I think he's been, just been hungover from Saturday night. He told me he You're dropping everybody in there today. <laughs> it was on Saturday. When they beat Newcastle. Oh, when they beat Newcastle. Aye, right, so he was hungover then. Did you go? I don't know. I'm just making it up. Oh, right. I think uh, he was probably ill, but it fit the narrative, didn't it? So I, I, I was going to say, Owen's got a big drink for <laughs> He's going to get tweets going, I can't believe you. Future employees going, you're not <laughs> Just <laughs> slandering his professionalism. No, Owen is a very professional man. He's more professional than us. He arrives early, leaves late, doesn't drink. Like Jordan Henderson on the training ground. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Jordan Henderson. I love Jordan. It's a different podcast for a different time, though. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so, your vote, obviously we're not desperate here to get a, a win here in the all-important podcast game. Your, your vote is football, Association all of it. Fo- Association fo- football. Wait, just, just so not to confuse any Americans. Soccer, well, yeah. no, I can't, no, football, just put football. Yeah, I was going to say, football. put soccer, you're losing all the votes yeah, there. Yeah, football. Ross? Um, well, 
I was going to go for the Champions League, but I'll just go for... It's not a Hall of Fame without an item of clothing in mind, so I'm going to go for oh. my Rusev tweet T-shirt, which was recently put into retirement. Oh. Some fan sent it in. I got uh, When I did the 12 Days of Rusev song on the channel, I tweeted it to Rusev, and he tweeted back saying, this is nice or something. Happy Rusev Day. I don't know what he said. <laughs> I've worn that T-shirt on average once a week since then. That was like November 2017, maybe? So I wow. put it in retirement this week because it was a fruit of the loom. And all the prints gone, and the armpits are a bit funny and whatnot. So I was like, "I don't know, enough is enough." Into a t-shirt retirement, you go. Yeah. So oh. my Rusev tweet t-shirt is my nomination for the Hall of Fame. You're retiring it. Yeah. How, so where's it going to go? Like a Viking funeral. Impact Wrestling, I think. Hello, my friend. Oh, damn it! Okay, so it's a tough one this week. All of football and. Ross clothing. Well, it amused the hell out of me, so I'm going to pick the pit up we're probably going to get to later on. Backstage on SmackDown, Matt Hardy's talking to generic interviewer number three, and then R-Truth comes in, starts talking, and then Lars Sullivan shows up. At, he's not on a social media thing, so it's all right. <laughs> but then Matt Hardy spots Lars Sullivan out the corner of his eyes and goes, it's him! And it's <laughs> It's the George pose mixed in with a bit of magic, bit of kung fu or something. Is he joking? I think he's taking the piss. He must be. I hope for his sake he was. Because it was was just... It's him! Look! (laughs) Over there! A yard away from you! Oh, my God. He must have been handed the script and thought... He just read, It's him! Assume five pose and thought, how oh, man? He must be taking the piss. He's waiting for like the dramatic music to kick in and it's in. It's like, oh, all right, that's good. Because sell us myself, have So, yeah, Kung Fu Matt Hardy is a new gimmick. Uh, I saw there was rumours. Alvarez oh. said that he's heard people talk about uh, the potential of big money Matt being brought back oh. in WWE. Big money Matt. From which... TNA slash ROH back in the day. But he was oh, like, it's so hard right. being this rich, my life. Being the grapes, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I'd like to see V1. Yeah, I don't want to see Big Bunny Matt. I want to see... I want to see him slam a tornado and dry up a sea, yeah. Yeah. He would that. be the MFer. <laughs> uh, bring Shannon back. <laughs> Just bring him back in. All his tattoos now. I saw, you know that Jericho Omega thing that happened at some independent show last week? Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's Shannon Moore who comes in towards the end of that fracas. And he gets a massive pop. Shannon. Brother love levels. No. It's in Georgia. I don't know. I think, I think he's from Carolina, isn't he? Oh, Stalin's from, from there. He's from yeah. Hardy Country, yeah. Yeah. He got a big pop. But Shannon Moore could almost be like the stunt double of Jericho when he does his, like, <laughs> <stunt>. <laughs> anyway. But, he's uh, the prince of punk and he's bringing so. sexy back. I loved his tag that? team name back in the day. Ink, Ink. Aye. Uh, oh, super guy. It was that. I can't remember. He was like a chunky version of Shannon Moore. Oh, <laughs> like Shannon even more. Just made that up. Anyway. You've wow. had that written down for 10 years. Well, where were all these jokes during the OSW review? Uh, so, the votes are... Football. Associated football. Uh, my Association Rusev. football, not associated football. Come on. Football. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my Rusev tweet t-shirt. Kung Fu Mahali. No. And if you like... Strong oh, week, that. The murderer's row, that. And if you'd like to vote for them, you, of course, can go onto patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. Yes. And give us your money. You've done it. You've nailed it. Yeah. First time. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the Raw and Smackdown recap. WWE champion Kofi Kingston, Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns appeared on Raw. It's Mr. Right. McMahon, which is always a... 
Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Sign that ratings are down appeared to institute a wild card rule. This took 25 minutes to explain. Right. So I've been on holiday, obviously, but I had a day in between landing and coming back into work just to, you know, book that day off as well, just to mm-hmm. relax and that, get back into the swing of things. So I thought, I'll catch it. I'll see what's happening on Raw and SmackDown. And I, st- I read a review of it. I watched the highlights on YouTube, and I still don't understand what the wild card rule is. <laughs> I don't understand what it is. So Vince McMahon arrived on Raw, and then... The, the SmackDown lads came out, and then Vince McMahon had an epiphany because he's a genius. He, he kept calling himself. It was a stroke. He wants to initiate. Well, he said, this, "I am a genius." Yes. Okay. He says that he wants to initiate the wild card rule where three superstars from the opposite brand can appear on the opposite show whenever they want, and that's what we got. And then, who was it? Elias appeared. Yeah. Shane McMahon's a McMahon, so he doesn't count as a SmackDown superstar. That's right. Yeah. And then Lars appeared. So there was five. So that's more than three. And then, Vin- and then Lars stared down at Vince, and Vince was like, oh, we'll up that quota to four then, because you're here, Lars, you're big and scary. Right. So then we got the SmackDown. I think it was back down to three at the start. Yeah, AJ, Sami Zayn. Tom Phillips on contrary was like, a limited number of superstars can appear. But it changed all the way through What's the night. That it's limit? just, like, yeah, it's it? just <laughs> like, yeah, I wish they would just pick a number and go with it. Then Miz. Yeah, Miz appeared. Um, oh, somebody else. There was five in total on SmackDown mm-hmm. as well. The Usos? Oh, the, yeah, both Usos. Yeah. Right. So, so the, sh- the, the superstar shakeup just meant nothing there? Uh, yes. It, uh, yes. All right. yeah. <laughs> and essentially, Vince McMahon is now paying for making WWE the star rather than making the stars the stars. Oh. Yeah. That made sentences. In my yeah, head. they took... Uh, when Roman Reigns was on the SmackDown, it had the lowest draw on SmackDown in years. So they've moved him onto the Raw brand to get the ratings up. And you're like, okay, none of this makes any sense anymore. But the important thing is everyone's speculating because I haven't seen it written anywhere. And you know how it is as soon as something like this ratings come up, suddenly everyone's an insider analysis that they need 3 million viewers or that's what they promised Fox. And is that is that proper? Is that real or not? Or? I've, I've seen that rumor, yeah. Right. Know, yeah. So said we need 3 million viewers. And so Vincent Mann was on there because no chance, no, 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 no <laughs> chance in hell. 
And yeah, you're right. It's I'm conflicted, mate, because on one hand, it's like it's good because you get, might get an unexpected great match that you might not have otherwise got. That's the good part. But the bad part way outweighs the good part. Mm. It's it's it's, it's just oh. it's confusing, yeah. and it's yeah. and 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 fans we not kids they might be like this is exciting, but we can tell that that's not for storyline reasons. We can tell mm. that that's just to fix a problem that's there and, and you've got like eight lazy. million wrestlers contracted you're gonna have the same six or seven appearing on both shows every single week it seems so yeah yeah so that's what you need when you've got eight million wrestlers is overusing the ones that are already there isn't it, mm. it so then their like control it. actually diminishes because yeah the one, yeah so it was a good week uh <laughs> baron corbin and bobby lashley defeated the universal champion seth rollins and aj styles Oh, was this a partner's, can they get on? And then AJ delivered an accidental forearm because Baron Corbin jumped out the way. Yeah, it's had to point out that Baron Corbin pinned Seth Rollins just for people who get annoyed at Baron Corbin. Everybody Wait, does. what? But he's the universal AJ cha- walked champions get so pinned. So AJ oh. did the forearm and then walked yeah. off and then they took advantage and Corbin pinned him. Yep. The champions lose too much. Braun Strowman threw Sami Zayn into a dumpster. I saw this bit. Where Lars Sullivan's opinions were <laughs> at the bottom. Interestingly, he's, he's had a lot of land. <laughs> interestingly, it was the same dumpster company that stings through the old trophy in, the, the statue in. Oh. Back in the day. Someone pointed wow. out to me, yeah. Nice. That's yeah, a bit of continuity. Do we <laughs> do you want <laughs> storytelling? Is that why Braun Sullivan's like, this segment was brought to you by Dumpster Company, <laughs> Inc. WWE's got the same relationship with that as they do with, like, Limp Bizkit or something like that. It's WWE's <laughs> favourite dumpster company. <laughs> For all my dumping Oh, needs. Tony Chimmel had popped up at the end of the segment and just gone, this is WWE's favourite dumpster company in the world ever. <laughs> was we that prod- Limp Bizkit? Were they the favourite band? The fa- yeah, Not Saliva, Limp Bizkit, right. Yeah, WrestleMania 19. WWE probably works alongside the Maker Dump Foundation. <laughs> uh, Ricochet defeated Robert Roode to defend yeah. his place in the this men's Money in the Bank ladder match, even though backwards. they gave the Money in the Bank ladder match opportunity to Ricochet, and now he's defending it. Because I guess they looked at the calendar and went, oh, there's a few more weeks before moving to the bank. Because <laughs> Ricochet got it, and then Rude beat him the next week, and then it was on the line the week after. That's like the complete opposite way. Yes. So, <laughs> so he was the, but he also was the only one who had to defend his spot yeah. in the match. So far. And so, obviously, because like every other feud, uh, they have to change wins. Uh, Lacey Evans defeated Ali Katrina. Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion Becky Lynch brawled with Evans after the match. Corey Graves called it unbelievable as two female wrestlers brawled on Monday Night Raw <laughs> after four months of female wrestlers brawling on Monday Night Raw. They also yeah. showed a replay. This, I think this was the worst Raw in some time. Right. I agree with you. They showed a replay of Lacey Evans' woman's right in slow motion, but from the angle where you can just see her going... Uh... <laughs> it's just like so slow, she's going... <laughs> no, but in fairness, that's what Van Damme does in Street Fighter, the movie, so he can see off his American tat. Oh, yes, he does. So by doing it, it adds yes. 10 plus damage. Oh, yes, right. he does. That film's the well, best. Blow me down. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, maybe later. Get <laughs> the hostages <laughs> out, <laughs> American hero. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Oh. Um, and then everyone's all the, all the bison guys in the background just stand up and start doing the anthem anyway. like, they're all facing him with guns and he gets a tiny flick knife out yeah, yeah. and they all back off and he turns around and all his soldiers are behind him he's like oh. <laughs> sorry I want to watch that sometimes. I love that so, I forgot about that bit change the channel I tell you what just to people say people did um, if I sorry go on just to say something good about Raw I think Lacey Evans got a good promo me She's very mm. fluid in her speech, isn't she? She yeah. flows nicely. She does. Nice. She looks and sounds different to everyone else. Yeah, honey. I, I can see why they sugar. Were, I can see do, why do, they do, saw do, her on like do, on NXT and thought, let's build her. I can see why they thought the potential was there, but I think she's still a bit too 
raw, if you'll pardon the pun. Do your line. You do it every other time. You're not ready. ready. <laughs> oh, I remember OSW failed line. I'm like, oh, oh the God. women's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a. I haven't seen it yet. Though. It's so good. She, the, what the? the okay. Can I do it in one? Can I do it? Okay. Lacey Evans, whose finish here is a jab. Oh, I beg your pardon. No, it's not. It's a it's a punch. A jab's what you need after you eat her food that she posts on Twitter. Yeah. So, so and it got just the amount of laughs as it did the first time. So the, the 53rd time. really messed that up on an OSW review and they just left the whole thing in. <laughs> and again, this is how long that re- the show was like that we're reviewing later on. Because I'm there. I've got it written in front of me and I still messed it up. And I wrote it. And it isn't even that good. But that's it. What makes it funny? You finally get it out and then there's near pop. You're like, get in. <laughs> Completely worth the effort. Uh, the Viking Raiders defeated the Raw Tag Team Champions Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> just, just steamrolled them. Non-title. Like, like a, a kind of coke underneath for double deck. It was the just Champions had some it. good tag team offense at the start of the match. It was in and out very quickly, cornering off the ring and all that stuff. <laughs> Non-title. <laughs> Non-title. Okay. Yeah, they were all right, and then the bell rang. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Mercy the Buzzard. Oh, there we go. Oh. Thank God Bray Wyatt was on the show. Mercy, I never thought I'd say that. Mercy the Buzzard devoured Ramblin' Rabbit on Bray Wyatt's Firefly Fun House. Fun yes. House. All right, thank you. Now, this is it's raised a thing because vulture, oh. uh, buzzards, they're scavengers, aren't they? That's right. Vultures they, do not they kill. They kill. They eat uh, what's most, already dead. Uh, rappers do. So we <laughs> <laughs> Call them the police. Whoop, 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 whoop. Guns on people. It. Who did that on WWE TV? Whoop, whoop, whoop. documentary on oh, BBC Marty. 2. Yeah, uh, who did Marty that on WTV? Marty Skillin is... Oh, yeah, it's whoop. not... Yeah. Start, ignore That's me. the police coming for him. Um, <laughs> what, 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 happened to, what happened to Goldie Looking Chain? They had a second song. Um, oh, uh, what was that? Something about your mum, wasn't it? Yes. Young love, your missus is a nutter. That's the one, isn't it? <laughs> Young son, your missus is a nutter. That was another one. They were really good. <laughs> Their debut album was called Greatest Hits. Favorite <laughs> <laughs> thing about them. That's good. Yeah, uh, I'd be loving the Bray Wyatt's bits. People will be unsettled by the fact there's kids there, but I'm like, well, it's a kid's show, of course. Yeah, and, mm. they looked, and I liked how they looked bored. <laughs> That's good. Like the rest if of the crowd. Were, mm. If they were... If the kids were like terrified to be there, I'd be like, "Has he kidnapped them? That's a bit weird." But they look bored, and it's like, "I like." Nah, it. he brainwashed them, man. That's why he was holding the sheep because they are the sheep, and he's going to slaughter them mm. soon. I hope he kills them on the air. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, Roman Reigns defeated Drew McIntyre via DQ in a match that was way better than the WrestleMania match. Yeah. And fans actually made noise for this, so good for him. Uh, the Usos pranked the revival with oh Usi Hot. Did you get it, Matthew? Because it was like so funny because their willies were like on fire. <laughs> people being like, oh, people complain about the Attitude Era, like you should come back, and then they do a bit like this, and then you complain that's not very good. My issue with this is the rival haven't done out to the Usos to deserve this treatment. No. I remember it's like, <laughs> oh, hello, Usos. Uh, welcome to Raw. We are the tag team wrestlers here for Revival. Shut up! To- Suck my Shut dick. up! <laughs> Shave your back! <laughs> What, what yeah. do we do? So it just that's they're really unlike the, the the difference between Raw Usos and SmackDown mm. Usos. Oh, they're so unlikable it's on like Raw. Bret Hart in America and Canada. Exactly. <laughs> or Andy Cole playing for Newcastle, then Man United. But I meant like just this. <laughs> week, Never forgive. Just this week though, because on Raw they were being the the divvy. Haha, <laughs> look at they're having so much fun. Yeah. But on SmackDown, they were sort of back to the old. Yeah. Usos that yeah. should never have changed. Excuse me. Yeah, it's we. It just shows like Raw's. They've Creative been, team is awful. They've just been micromanaging. Yeah, like we're gonna yeah. we're gonna do something else to jazz up the users and say, well, what have you done? And the most awkward bit is 
they're, they're told, all right, we'll go up and sell it by laughing to show. So the crowd knows they're supposed, it's supposed to be a funny bit. And so the usual's like, ah, ha, 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 and it's just painful silence. Mm. You're like, oh. Credit to Scott God. Dawson, though. Especially when they're, in the, they're doing the flip and whatnot in the road. Oh, Unbelievable. Did the scene. absolute best they could with the material they're getting. Professionals. Right. They, so are they re-signed? No. This is right. Could, you have to ask that question after seeing that segment. You see the thing on WR.com last week? Was that yeah, I was went around the this place. This could be the first embarrassment of many. <sighs> it's so pathetic. But if I wish I said the first embarrassment was everything after coming on a roll. Yeah. <laughs> we got first embarrassment. And then we champion Cuffy Kingston defeated Daniel Bryan in a very good match. So those were two WrestleMania matches that got brought back up and resolved. I'm glad that Bryan's back and not really injured because I was a bit worried. They kept really quiet on his injury. They did. Mm. But he wasn't injured. He was in solitude following his loss at WrestleMania. And the hyperbolic chain. Oh, at the start of Raw, and he was like, nothing about Raw is fun. <laughs> <laughs> I saw someone put oh. a compilation together of like every single time someone on WTV has told you Raw's crap. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> the not too distant past. It's on one of those 10 hour videos. <laughs> <laughs> but now you got like Stephen McMahon and Baron Corbin and people like going, this show is crap. <laughs> 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 but I thought that, sh- that match kind of did its best to save the show. If that match didn't happen, it would have definitely been the worst role ever. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's so weird. You watch WrestleMania, you're like, yeah, hyped. And like, oh, why is all the, the people who watch WrestleMania stop watching WrestleMania? Well, Lesnar and Ronda aren't there. They changed the roster one week, then another week, then another week, and then the build for me in the bank's just, I'm going to win the briefcase. <laughs> it's like, wow, it's riveting TV, this. SmackDown was a bit better, though. Mm. Wildcard rule. So up an unexpected WWE Championship match. Did rewrite this uh, with three-way Sami Zayn, AJ Styles, and Kofi Kingston. What was a very good match? Sami was alive after being thrown after in, yeah. being crushed to death in the back of a garbage truck. Yeah, but that was a different show. Aware. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Randy Orton interrupted Ali versus Andrade in the match between two guys who used to have first names. Now Divin. I saw Ali did a backstage interview, and he's like, "You need to say it. I don't know who the interview was. But like, you need to say the name Ali. So I've still got two names. Say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's great." <enough. laughs> Uh, Daniel Bryan and Rowan defeated the Usos to become SmackDown Tag Team Champions, which was a bit weird because I swear that they put something online that was had all what, six or eight all the contenders, potential yeah. contenders. So I thought that was going to be... How did Elias and... Uh, sorry, Finn Balor and Ali listed as a team? I think they put that up and went, oof, we're really <laughs> reaching for some of these. Like I can't believe they didn't unify the divisions, me. Well, they had the perfect opportunity. Because I, I don't mind... I oh, yeah, like, wild card rule. I like Bryan being... Tag team chatting with Rome because I, I just like anything Brian does these days. Yeah. But when they had the chance to unify the, that poo house, keep it PG, <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't do it, it's a bit weird. Yeah, well, as I said, the wild card rule that could be happening. Um, mm. The Miz and Chamber Man once again got into a wild brawl, during which one of the best fan signs of recent times, <laughs> my match, you get a sign that says, I, I suck, and hold it in the exact position where it looked like Chamber Man was saying it. Yeah. And apparently, according to Unconfirmed reports I saw online, aka one tweet, uh, that guy was uh, scored out or his no. fan got oh, way I. I didn't know if that's entirely true, so if you can get back to us, that'd be great. But that was almost my pick for Hall of Fame this week. I wish it was mine, I forgot about it. <laughs> uh, what else happened? Manny Rose and Sonia Deville defeated Carmella and Ember Moon to remind that, yeah, women are on the show. Two minute matches are back. It's yeah. great, isn't it? <laughs> and then Paige came out and was just like, ha ha. Because that's what you do when, like, you, when you see your ex and you're with someone. You're like, look, <laughs> look, I'm doing better. Can someone explain to me the link between Paige and those two? Well, Oscar and why is she the, why is she the manager? What's the what's the why why is it happened? Don't know. 
because because they are what's known in uh, the as Japanese, <laughs> and therefore not good talk. Because so. like neither of neither Asuka nor Kyrie saying are particularly fluent in English, but I just think well, don't have them talk too yeah, much. Just don't then. talk. Yeah, just Asuka did all right not talking in NXT mm. for a yeah. long time, didn't you? Yeah, exactly. Just have Yokozuna. Yokozuna, what do you think about this match? Yosh. <laughs> Won the Dewey Champion twice with that. <laughs> uh, then, yeah, there was a main event. And, Good yeah, match. weird, weird Raw and SmackDown. Yeah. I got the point where you could wait until Raw and SmackDown settle so some actual feuds can start and then come back to it. But we'll get money in the bank, so hope <sighs> you'll all kick up then. And uh, then, but, after that, we're going back to Saudi Arabia. Not da, us. Da, we're da, not da. doing a podcast in Saudi yeah. Arabia. We're getting flown yeah. out there by <laughs> Saudi Arabia. three. And yes, Norm Dar returned on mm-hmm. 205 Live. After I saw the your show. picture on Twitter. It looks sad. Mate, it, SmackDown was not a loaded crowd this week, but then 205 Live happened. It was just like, oh, I'm going to... 205 Live? 205 Live after oh, I thought SmackDown. you were talking about NXT UK. Well, I guess... Was Dar back on TV? Chronologically... In right real lifetime would have been NXT UK, but like two or five live came before NXT UK. Is that where Dar returned? Or on NXT UK? Two or five live comes on TV before. But you said Dar's back. Yes. Which is NXT UK. No, he was on two or five live. Was he as well? Yes. Oh Jesus, tell. sorry, carry on, right. Hard hitting journalism here <laughs> at Cultaholic. <laughs> if Brandon Stroud didn't watch it, then neither did we. <laughs> and yeah, he, he looked good. I thought he was gonna be out for a lot longer. Me too. So happy to see him back. Crowd couldn't care less, but what are they now? They're not here. They don't follow him on Twitter. Exactly. You dafties. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, Barry Davari. I like how you always Win. make the blue dabba dee dabba die opening noise before you read. No, Yo, here's the story. Oh my God, that is what I do. That's me loading. It's all if you looked inside me heat, that's all you'd see. Okay, try not to do it. You've thrown out. <laughs> but then Avari Davari is getting a win streak on him. Yes. So that's on the pay per view now. That that's, match. Oh, uh, that makes sense. I reckon that's just to give Tony Nese a win to galvanise his title reign. I don't think that Davari's actually going to win the belt. Is he still that's a, a baby face, Big Tony? Yeah, Tony big is. Tony. Got a big old beard. I remember at WrestleMania, that was his WrestleMania moment. Aye. He's he's. He was got... a face because the other guy was a baddie. So he was what's known as. A diddler. <laughs> it's just hard for people like me to, to get behind <laughs> Tony Neeson. He stood there going, look at my eight abs. Uh, yeah. Don't be bashful. And speaking of beards, did you see the Reddit thread of crazy Vince McMahon stories? Yes. Okay. I'll go with mine because I memorized it. And apparently Paul Heyman was told Vincent McMahon has a get sexy beard. You can grow a proper thick one. But he shaves it all the time, so no one's ever seen it. Or very few people have seen it. And so Paul asked Vince McMahon once, about, apparently you can grow a really good beard. Uh, why don't you? Why do you keep on shaving? And Vince replied, I can't let it win. <laughs> <laughs> I can't picture what he would look like with a beard. Right. Just because of his, his, his dimple chin. Yeah. So profound, isn't it? My favourite one was when he's in the car with... Uh, who was it? it? Was Briscoe and people like that? I think, and he farted, oh, and, yeah. he <laughs> and someone he made someone gag. I forget who. I think it might have been Gerald Briscoe. I think it was Briscoe. Huh? And then he tried to do it in gorilla position or something. Again, and he followed through, <laughs> and so he chased him round. <laughs> <with it. laughs> oh, dear! Uh, I started to do a series of that at the start of the year, like Vince McMahon stories, like the one, one about Kofi Kingston on the plane. 
apparently someone, I think Vince might have slandered Kofi Kingston in some way, and Jericho was like, you have to stand up to him, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then Kofi went back and then had a bit of a bit to do on a plane. Yeah. But that happened, um, what was it? Vince was trying to take down Kurt Angle in the aisles. <laughs> yeah. he's like, so he, he's like, Matt Hardy, come here. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, they did the, the, the story time with this. It's like, Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy's like, uh, okay, so I have to like, help him. Couldn't get Angle down. So Vince was like, you failed me. <laughs> You couldn't sit down this Olympic level. <laughs> <laughs> My Hollywood. All right, I got him. <laughs> uh, anything else? Oh, yeah, NXT UK. So, Dime made his proper return. Yeah. In wonderful Glasgow. Yeah. And, yeah, crowd gun mental. And doing the no picking up party. He gave you a hoop East as well to coincide with the picking up party. <laughs> Mug of the week. Have you seen him? <laughs> yeah, on yeah, Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way and then at the end, just the, that was Mug of the Week. <laughs> but he has just released a Mug of the Week t-shirt, which shows that he's still got that wrestler mentality. Do you remember like Osprey would release like a t-shirt a week with just whatever he'd yeah, yeah, yeah. Whichever Twitter argument if he can in mm-hmm. week. Whichever move dive. someone could stole from him, yeah. <laughs> Let's have a run in our mailbags. <laughs> <laughs> just little hands, that way, man. It's not his fault. <laughs> oh. Do I have to be pre- pretend to be like a kid's presenter now? Like, no. Hey, let's see what's in the mailbag. I'd like you to do yeah. Yari! Go on. What? Give it the to TV. Give it the Pat thingy. Pat Sharp. Pat Sharp? Pat, Pat, yeah, yeah, Pat yeah, Sharp. Yeah, yeah. Hi. Hey, kids! Oh. <laughs> no, no, I already hate it. Nah. Nah, just do the puppet and move on. <laughs> Hello, diddlers. The reason why you shouldn't do it in the kid's voice. Hello, diddlers. And Jack. I felt... Oh. Oh, people... Is that a compliment to you or not? Normally people go, hey, lads and jacks. I think yeah. it's just a combination of two jokes. But that guy probably didn't mean to give you a compliment. Uh, fair enough. That you guy's inadvertently said something nice about you. doesn't think you're a professional wrestling heel. That's it. That's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm babyface robber, aren't I? In the theme tune. That's right. I hated that theme tune. No offence to whoever wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> the lad from Puddle of Mud, I think. But um, no, I didn't like it. But, you know, carry on. Hello, diddlers and jack. I felt the need to write into your fine podcast because I might be the only listener to have been in attendance at one of the most remarkable wrestling events in history. Yes, I'm of course referring to Five Star Wrestling live in Belfast on now the 1st of March 2018. This was the show. Uh, yeah, oh, I was going to say he ravaged did a good... by a snowstorm. Ravaged. Oh, the beast in the east. <laughs> Just uh, what I believe might be the was the final event. Yes, it was. As 100 or so of us packed into the 11,000 capacity arena, and by the way, just to interrupt. This was on TV as well, and God, yeah. it looked like it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, two wrestlers did a crowd brawl. Oh, it, it was great. It was. Um, yeah, didn't touch anybody. <laughs> I don't know if he, does he mention which two wrestlers it was later on. He mentions a wrestler soon. Okay. Oh well, so we'll do the question first. We'll talk about this way. The night opened with us all being offered refunds because Rey Mysterio couldn't make it through the Beast from the East Storm. What they didn't mention was the far worse news that five-star champion and legend. Jake Hager was also not in attendance. No! <laughs> Highlights of the night included Elboto El Patron rambling. Yes, he did. He was at Teddy Hart levels. A botch finish to a tag title match. Yes, that one of the, only the tag champions decided to bring their belt with them. <laughs> <laughs> and Zach Gibson creating a made-up championship, which he instantly lost to the Roman Reigns of Five Star. Oh, English line, Eddie Ryan. I don't agree with that, now. Also known as some circus of the British line. The night ended with Bram jumping the barrier and flipping off the crowd, which somehow seemed appropriate. (laughs) (laughs) As one of the privileged few who got to witness this momentous event live, I consider myself truly blessed. What is the most notorious show 
that you're one of the lucky ones to have been in attendance oh for. Keep up the great podcasting, Ben. Ooh. You know, you may feel bad at the time for counting this going, oh, what a waste of money. But like, yes, I, got, I was there for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're keeping the magic alive here. Right. So those people went to the refuse slot of a gig and they were like, refuse have said, yeah, if everybody who claimed to be at the last of a gig was there, there would be 20,000 yeah. people there. So. <laughs> So that's a good question. Any that, notorious shows that you're happy to have been part of? Just to add to that one more thing, oh, the crowd brawl was between Del Rio and Jody Fleisch. What a matchup that was! Because I'm assuming it, it was wasn't. Be, it really wasn't a good I'm match. It was meant to be Mysterio versus Jody yes, Fleisch. Yes, to have been a lovely match. It was like Del Rio happened to be on holiday in Spain and yep. he just flew over. Just was that when he was in his Real Madrid scarf for no reason? <laughs> Maybe. I think it was in a purple Real Madrid scarf, nice. I remember correctly. I don't remember those bits. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you know this? I think I was going to bring this up another podcast, but didn't get the chance to, so I apologise for repeating myself. Apparently on the Spanish commentary during Del Rio's, uh, Del Rio's last run, they were calling him El Patron. Hmm? Because apparently he asked them to. Right. And no one ever checked it. <laughs> so as soon as he left WWE, he was just calling himself the name that would be called on WTV to Spanish-speaking audiences. And no, no one ever noticed. Okay. He's a smart man. He's not smart. <laughs> He's in that a... instance, he was a smart man. In that man. instance, he was a smart <laughs> man. Yeah. He's chopped you right in the chest, him. Oh, yeah, has I? He's assaulted me. Just give us a tap there, old Bertie, will you? Wapam! Oh, I didn't realize you were a Ninja Turtle. My <laughs> best story. Oh, yeah, when he beat up a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> he beat up a wrestler dressed as Raphael, I think it was. <laughs> I think it was Raphael, yeah. He was like, <laughs> Maybe Michelangelo. He was like, he like looked, he like checked out Paige or something, so Dario just battered him backstage <laughs> at a wrestling oh, show. <laughs> but it wasn't like, who's the guy? Oh, he's one of those Mexican guys dressed up as the Ninja Turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was class. That. that was that was around the time that stories started to emerge of Dario just being a getting in all kinds of. Hey, Paige, Kawabunga, dude, what? <laughs> I thought he was dressed. If he was dressed Sorry. to shred. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I don't um, know why. I, I, again, I'm popping. I've myself, got a show, so. by the way. Oh, please go, go. Although, talk. is it what's the what's the criteria? Sorry. Uh, notorious. notorious show. That, I've got one in my. Uh, so. The one I've got is a, is. Oh, the only time I've been at a WCBW show and thought this is going because it was it was live and I thought I remember thinking like this is going or was it live I think so this is gonna be talked about all over the world all over the wrestling world as it's happening in front of me that's crazy Sagarilla Osprey Ricochet they do the double handspring top rope just goes Poosh! and I was like oh no oh god <clears throat> and um and they just and they, to be fair to them they still wrestled a really good match without the top rope and it became like a thing like. Everyone says they can only have a good match off the top rope. Well, there wasn't a top rope, and they still had a really good match. So in a way, it worked out. But at the time, I remember just all of us just like, oh, no, <laughs> like the top rope's gone. But it was it was salvaged. It was fine. Uh, that's the notorious thing I can think of. That was that. Yeah, and they did a skip with you. You getting whipped like it a scolded to, dog. And I shouted about your media. It yeah. led to mine and Osprey's feud. I, for those listening, I did air quotes when I said feud, right? I didn't actually... Yeah, mean... oh, wait, no, no, this is the... On, if you listen to this on iTunes or Stitcher, I hope that issue got finally got sorted out. Um, no, Jack did not do air quotes, he's a liar. <laughs> but I, I, it led to that, and and because he blamed me for... He was like, you set up the ring! You The ring bro. And I, for a fact, know that I wasn't setting the ring. I was probably skiving somewhere because I didn't. I was sick of setting up bloody ring. I had to on that show. It was bloody freezing. I hate setting the morning. up rings. Man. What you helped you set up the ring? Yeah, I didn't do the top. Are you take, I was gonna say, are you taking the blame for that? I did. The, I did the, the like the big boards on top of the top of the, the oh, steel right, bit. I, I. The bit that always used to cut your hands open. Uh, I yeah. used to look at and not paid for that. Paying your dues, kid. Yeah, being a YouTube arsehole, having to pay your dues. We wanted to be wrestlers, didn't we? 
<laughs> Your pinned you should be like white balancing. Right. <laughs> see, like at the end of the show, we're like taking down the ring. Kurt Angle and them are like, see you at the hotel, lads. We're like, oh, for f- no. Right. <laughs> uh, my notorious show, my show I should mention actually, um, The Wex Dub, oh, a yeah. German company, have uh, lots of things going on during their big weekenders, 16 Carat and World Tag Team Festival, no longer a league. And one time they said, okay, we're going to do a podcast afterwards with, I'll, I'll, I'll leave the names out actually. Uh, but, well, you won't know him anyway. Uh, let's call him something we don't like. I'm gonna actually, no, uh, maybe saying something I don't like is going to make it even worse, actually. Uh, say Buffalo Bill. But, because he was in Santa Lambs, he's a baddie. Bill. Um, Buffalo Bill. Was it him? <laughs> was it Bobby Guns? No, no, no. Oh, no it was right, not Bobby okay, Guns. Right. So Buffalo Bill's doing his podcast, and he's going, hey. As soon as he walked in, he's like, hey, how you guys doing? I've got T-shirts on sale for 20 euros. If you don't want that, I've got bags of weed for 20 euros. <laughs> and there were some people going, Oh no, oh, oh no. <laughs> like, uh, this is not going on the network, and some people are getting fired. <laughs> and I kept on Gannon, and some of the wrestlers, who I'll name uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, were. <laughs> no, the serial killers. Yeah, Jeffrey like Dahmer. Ted so you don't know who it is. Yeah, it was tag team partner Ted Bundy. <laughs> Adam Pacini was there. Is he a serial killer? I said Jeffrey, like Jeffrey Dahmer. Dahmer. Oh, yeah, he does look like Jeffrey Dahmer. Well, you really think so? Pacini yeah, does look like Pacini Jeffrey, Dahmer. Like Jeffrey Dahmer. Especially when he was younger, slightly younger, Pacini. Oh. Mm. Out of all the serial killers, he looks most like Jeffrey Dahmer. I've been compared to him as well before. Have you? No. Well, looks wise. Pachini I mean, more, no, the other people I've killed. Pachini more. Pachini, he's pretty blonde. I think I'm getting my serial killers mixed up. Mm. Jeffrey Dahmer's the Who fellow did... that used to like keep people in his house and then eat them and stuff. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he the gay one? Yeah. Yeah, I'll go, yeah. Oh, he looks more like oh. Pachini, I think. Oh, yeah, I'll talk whatever. <laughs> Why am I debating this? Why am I no, debating I want to look like Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> we do Reese's Pieces. He's like, he's my serial killer. <laughs> Should we do best serial killer for Reese's Pieces? I was getting him in, I don't know, Bundy mixed up. Bundy uh, versus Fred West. Let's go. So, yeah. Oh, so my thing about Bundy was that uh, someone asked him about uh, preferences, and he says, oh, I love nuggets, me. What? And someone says, what's a nugget? No. It's, it's a person with no limbs. What? So if they're in the mood, if they're on a mega bus. And wanting to think about sexy thoughts, they'll look up nuggets. Start again. <laughs> this is your notorious wrestling show, you ended. What? What's happening? this got to do with? <laughs> what? I did a story about them top rope breaking. Because they were wrestlers. Okay. We mean was notorious. They're cracking on about right, right. limbless. Right. All right. Yeah. Oh, and then they killed a bunch of people. I don't know what else I can add. Uh, I'll go for the the five star show in Newcastle just because that's where he oh. cut his most infamous promo. Yes, it's the, the uh. Richard Tubman made a compilation, a compilation, sorry, which I've plugged on social media many times. So and that good. those two promos happened in Newcastle, and I was there to see it live. Huh? French cries. <laughs> Shut up, kid. You're blonde. Blonde. You're blonde. <laughs> Your mom should follow me on Twitter. <laughs> What? He did the one. He did a class one for WCBW as well because it was a good storyline on paper. Because Hendry was on Raw once. God, I forgot he was there. Oh yeah, him and, and, then, him and Lino. Swagger, like, yes, and Swagger like attacked Hendry or like shoved him into the corner or whatever. Mm. And we brought that back as in like a CM Punk. I was hanging on your gangster car kind of way. He was like, now I'm the champion. Look at me now. And then oh. yeah, and then Swagger came and then Swagger cut a promo from like a staircase or something at home, and said, Joe. You're right, I did put my hands on you. And they were the softest hands. You were the softest you man I've ever You look like you're made of s'mores. <laughs> you look something about s'mores. And he laughs at it. You know, his own joke. He goes, should have made s'mores. <laughs> anyway, there's like, no, there's like no cut. It's just he laughs, stops. Anyway. Oh, yeah, it's so good. It's like Austin when he laughs at the joke on Tough Enough goes, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that's good that we've cut an edge because that's all like inset promos are on W now. Yeah, <laughs> true. Hi, He's I'm Finn Balor. I'm not here because, as you can see, I'm in Ireland. Uh, but then Henry yeah. Henry beat him with a double ankle lock, so get in. A double ankle? I know, it was weird. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's odd. Nice moment. Anyway, moving on. I should point out that Jack Swagger was like a nice bloke as well. I feel bad. I never met him. I wish I knew five stars was going to be a thing. He was all right. I would have made him made, made more of the opportunity to meet Jack JK. I think if you added up all the times we've talked about five star wrestling <laughs> to the combined length of their five shows, it's, it's way more. Anyway, question number two. How's it going? Whoever it is when this is read. I've recently been listening to a lot of wrestling themes while doing my work and have really gone through several that sorry, I don't... Have, sorry, have we given shout-outs to the people who've put their names? I always feel like we should say that's from Thingy. And no, thingy. no, I did. Yeah, did sorry. you? Sorry I about I'm so sorry. It's a good thing to check, though. Sorry. Uh, where am I at? Listen to a lot of wrestling themes while doing my work and I've really gone through several that I don't think get the recognition or love they deserve. Oh, I really like this question. Are there any wrestling themes that you've personally liked that aren't as well-known or that are usually frowned upon by the general wrestling fan base? For me, the one that instantly stands out is Jeff Jarrett's theme during the NWA invasion angle in the WWF. It sounds like something straight out of the mid-90s arcade fighting game, really? but I've always loved it so much. Hmm. He only used it for a very short time, as the angle was a bust, yes it was, and it never really fit him, but it's still one of my personal favorites. To take a cue from OSW Review, if theme songs could be boys, this theme song would be in my boys' stable. Cheers, lads. Hope you guys keep up the great work. Sincerely, Jonathan Rays. Mm. Or is it Reyes? Like Juan Antonio. Juan Antonio, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm yeah. getting that pronunciation. So wait a Jeff Jarrett's NWA thing. Well, it I'm did, getting that loaded up to play slow, it. We can't play it because we don't own the foot. We don't oh. own it, Matthew. <laughs> you don't know that. It's, it's, uh, well, listen, wait, I know what it was. I didn't personally like it, but, you know, he's to your own, isn't it? It's not the one that Dan Seven used goes, as well. Dunned, dunned. No one's appearing as the NWA champion on WWF. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember the invasion, but I remember that specific. It's Cornette. Right. Yeah, with Cornette yeah, and yeah. Um, Midnight Barry Express. Oh, right, okay. Not Midnight it's, Rock and Roll Express, sorry. It's like, it's got no real tune to it, it's just that. Ah. Strange. Just that over and over again. It's not really a tune. Right. I might break down into one later on, but while he's doing his entrance, it's not like... All I can hear is his one before that, like... Which is what they play from sometimes. I like That's what he came out with the Royal Rumble too. I think at ICW they played that, but his... The Archie Era one was where ding 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 ding. I knew, I knew that as ding 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 ding. Oh yeah, of course it was. I like this WCW one. Chosen one. Mine's uh, Mavens. He oh. hate, Maven hates that song, you know. I don't know why, because I like it. I like it as well. Yeah. It started off with like a weird high pitched guitar, like. Let me don't remember. He's talking about being in the in the stars and whatnot. Uh, it was a proper like. Yeah. Louis, Louis. Love that song. Anyway, Sorry. no, Mavens was it was good. It wasn't as good as Louis Louis by the Kings, but it was it was still good. <sighs> I'm gonna go with. I just said Dan Sevens. Oh, the Blue Meanies. Okay. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Was that Boris Kozlov? Ooh, yeah. It's nearly, yeah. Yeah, it sounds a bit like it. Here's the move, yeah. Here's the move, yeah. Here's the really, really move, yeah. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, yeah. Oh, good times. What? Go. When was this? Was this ACW? This is a WF theme. Really? Again, the fact that Blue Meanie got a job with WWF is like... And if you're ever feeling he, down or bad yeah. about yourself, Blue then? Meanie got hired by WWF. Was it F then? Was it E? F. That was definitely F. Really? I was... So was it still his theme when he was in like One Night Stand and stuff? In the mid-2000s? 
Uh, no, they had the, he was part of the Blue World Order. So oh, came to, yeah. Right. I think they had the rights to the Blue World Order theme. Okay. If I'm right. I could be completely wrong there. Don't quote me. But he didn't, definitely didn't come out with the... Da, na, 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 na. Uh, and also NXT old theme, Wild and Young. Oh. Um, I've, I've tried to get in the Hall of Fame before. You have. I don't think I want to take it's it. It's a great song. Because the Coheed and Cambria song that... I will. Wild and Young's better. Mike Awesome's ECW theme, the one that was personalized for him. Bruce Dickinson's cover of the zoo. No. Oh no! Oh, because that, that oh. that's great. The the oh no! Awesome! Yeah. Is his name! All his victims feel the pain! Drop dead, the awesome bomb! You go down and you never go up! Horrible. Wow. Horrible right good. Six foot six great, and mean and green, a living, breathing kill machine. Made his name in the rising sun. Blood should hurt us that he won. Time and time his hand was raised as all his victims felt his rage. Well, 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 Awesome is his name. All his victims feel the pain. Drop dead, lots of bomb. And then he ran out of lyrics. You go down, you never get up. I thought I, I first heard that at uh, One Night Stands oh. when he had. Oh, that Nightmare. was yeah, yeah, yeah. I God. thought that was unbelievable. Wow, <laughs> wow, it's good. I'm so happy you knew that. I, I haven't heard that song in years. I've got, I've got no doubt. Yeah, so move on from that. Not from... I, all, all I knew, like, with Mike Awesome <laughs> growing up, was WCW Mike Awesome, the career killer, and then the fat, the fat Jack thriller, yeah. and that's how They walked out there and had that match, and I was like, what the hell's going on here? Oh. <laughs> and then the theme tune was just the cherry on top of the awesome yeah. cake. Ah. <laughs> what a theme that's song it. that is. Because <laughs> there wasn't many that had personalized songs, but he got one yeah. with lyrics. <laughs> it was weird as well that ECW would have a personalized, because you used to take people's music and just use it without people. Getting rights uh, for you. ECW uh, quite always say, no, 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 we did have a issue. We did have a thing. That's fine. But then I went when he died. So it was like, oh, mm. oh, I have the Mike Awesome song by, <laughs> I believe it was Harry Slash and the Slash Tones. The other song they did was, this is extreme. So That's great writers. Yeah. <laughs> a few weeks ago, <laughs> I read a news article about a dad suing his son's football club for several hundred pounds. The reason being that his son was substituted during the match, causing emotional distress. <laughs> I thought it was pathetic and pointless. So my question to you is, what's the most pathetic wrestling story you've ever heard of, uh, seen? Oh, either on screen or backstage. Cheers the great content, Tom. Most pathetic. Oh, my God. That's a good question, that. Uh, the revival currently. <laughs> Leo Rush not wanting to carry water. Uh, uh, the Dudley Boys had a story about when they're working with Pri and Sylvian Grignard. Pretty butchered those names, but whatever. Grenier. La Resistance. Yeah. And apparently uh, Bubba's working stiff with him. So after the show, except we went, why are you working stiff with me? Don't you know that I am green? And Bubba slapped. <laughs> <laughs> and Johnny Ace went, Bubba, you got to stop hitting the, the young man. <laughs> Anyway, if you said if you were in all Japan and you saw one of the giant barber and said that, what would you have done? I probably would have done the same. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. <laughs> oh dear. Um, I mean, okay, yeah, uh, boys culture, whatever that type of thing, but I think Bob had a point. <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> Sorry. Do you know who I am? Um, <laughs> right, let's have a think. 
pathetic or depressed or bad stories. Um, Other than that. I saw... Uh, IPW UK drawing 15 people and it not acknowledging anything that happened at their New York show. <laughs> oh, did they just pretend it never happened? Cagematch.net has no results. Really? And oh, they haven't put wow. the video online yet. I, I cannot wait because they broke the ropes. Is that the new Tom McGee? Yeah, they'll just, have, they'll just keep it for years and suddenly people want to see it. My God, you're a genius, Rob. Um, oh, the people who went to that show, yeah, they must be like... Yeah, if you went to that show and like, you must be a real cultaholic fan, can you get in touch? Yeah. <laughs> we could really seriously give the results away what happened on that show next podcast. pathetic wrestling story. Like, I wasn't a fan of... Oh, it, it fits the word pathetic. When they made when Zack Ryder got too popular and then they made him that is have his heart broken by... Eve Torres, and then he got pushed off the ramp in a wheelchair bike, which is a terrifying bump, by the way. Oh, yeah, Jesus Christ. No, no. Like, you're going to be a method actor. We're going to really put you in a wheelchair. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I was bringing it up because I just, uh, look at the time I found it scary, looking back, I find it pointless when Undertaker saved Paul Bearer from the Dudleys and then just killed him anyway. <laughs> like, there's nothing I can do. Either is. You've won, you've fulfilled the stipulation. I've got another one. Uh, the story is that Ahmed Johnson went to Vince Man's office with a copy of uh, Pro Wrestling Illustrated to show his how high his ranking was as justification to getting a push and a raise. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. So you're going for the backstage ones? Yeah. Okay. Because they're way sadder than... Oh, yeah. Let's <laughs> list all Vince McMahon's petty things from down the years. Isn't there I one where can't he... can't think of any right now. Was it a burrito? He thinks they're called meat wraps. I'm all about just these general pettiness towards the people who have got like one up on him slightly. <laughs> oh, like people bringing Emmys to her meetings. Oh, that's oh. a bad one, isn't it? Is that recent? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's this yeah, week, it yeah. yeah. Um, oh, God, my mind's gone blank. Uh, uh, there's this. There's this. There's, there's, another one. The on. story about he pranks Coachman or something, and Coachman thinks he's going to jail. <laughs> I vaguely remember that uh, one. I can't exactly remember what it was though. Something about. Uh, I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. Pathetic. Um, Preparation. <laughs> well, I, I've given three, so I mean... I've said the revival. That's pretty pathetic. Yeah, I mean, that's it at the minute, to end I? all. I like the Believe story me. of the Tapo Snap Championship from Five Star Wrestling. <laughs> when they invented a submission-based title. It's like the IC title, but you could only win it via submission, tap or snap, or by breaking a yeah, limb, I snapping guess. an arm off, right, aye. I think Mark Hoskins won it. He was first. the first champion, yes. Yeah. And everyone was like, ooh, good... That's good because he's a submission sort of guy. Yeah. He knows jujitsu, and then Rey Mysterio <laughs> won the belt because did he? Yep. I don't even remember. That. Right. Let's get the title history up for the Tabas Snap Championship. Do we have to? Yes. Okay. Go on. Because because um, Riddle and Haskins at that surprisingly good match at the surprisingly good five star. Matt Riddle was there. Yeah, for one show. I that was a progress, Wembley. Or did they do another Matt Riddle? Yeah, he was at five Matt Riddle, yeah. Yeah, the one that was at a less big arena, and as a result, it looked really filled, and it was actually a good show. In Plymouth, the hometown of the English Lion, Eddie Ryan. Nice. That's why the place was jam-packed to see him. His entire family was there. (laughs) Hanging from the rafters. (laughs) This is... Wait a minute, depressing stories in wrestling, and we're going back to five-star. Yes, uh, How about 100 people at an 11,000-seat arena in... The, I mean, I'm sure if uh, Beast from the East hadn't been there, there was, you know, 9,000 at least yeah. waiting outside. It, what storm hampered our show in Newcastle? Because there must have been like, 300 there, was there? What do you mean? Oh, you mean five-star show? Yeah. Sorry. Oh, again, a, there. a little... I got to pat myself on the back again, because that's all I do. Um, 
that was like the show that uh, during the main event of uh, Johnny Five Star versus Hager, <laughs> lads at the back saw me and were like, Mafu gives away, Mafu, Mafu. It's like, all right, anyway, hey, it's like Chad Bocci Mania. And you can tell the rest of the ring going, <laughs> what? Like, what are we doing? It's not, it's not, Rey Mysterio never won it. He competed for it and then someone ran in and it caused a DQ. Damn it. But but, but the mm-hmm. rules are, are being changed because Mysterio always goes for pinfalls. So he must have just gone backstage like, can you change the rules for this one? So the Tapa Snap Championship was defended That's in a right. normal wrestling match. And also, because there were the advert breaks in between, so that they had their like, match graphics, they, they did the thing for the tag match. Do you remember? Like, they announced it was going to be a oh, singles match. Was it like Gibson versus Ray? Right. I think. And then... Was this for the real and then, Yeah, but then they did the, the graphic before it that was Rampage and Gibson versus like <laughs> Ray and Rob Van Damme or something like that. Yeah. And like, yeah, 20 seconds into the match, like... Rampage came out, and they're like, let's have a tag match later on. And I was like, we just saw it. We just had the match graphic. So. A highlight of those five-star shows was always Henry. I was talking on... about it for years afterwards. <laughs> it was always Henry on color commentary. Because he was just On his sick. Twitch. He was on his Twitch. No, let's not grass him up. But <laughs> oh, we're not allowed to talk about oh. I don't know. I think he was probably allowed. But um, I hope so. it was just the way he was like. Now, that is a smart man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Smartest man in the business. It's just the guy next to him didn't really know his stuff. Or he was a bit cheesy or something was wrong. Oh no! Um, remember, oh, if he told Christ, a duff joke, name? Henry would just be like, "He was doing. He was the guy that had to hold it together." Joe Henry just had to like take the mick, which is easy. That guy was having to hold that all together and did not look great as a result. <laughs> and no, but he is good because he does PCW. Oh but right, he just, but that's a shame if that's the only footage you've ever seen I've of him. Seen it's that like, either. oh no, nah. sorry, yeah. No, no, I was defending him. He is good. Uh, unlike this, which has gone on nowhere. But thank you very much for the exciting <laughs> questions. Having a good time remembering stuff. And you talk about making a title. Quick one, uh, Mabel had a custom-made King of the Ring 95 title made because you didn't get one for winning. Nice. I don't know where that is Remember Brucey P speaking about that on his podcast? Everyone thought it was a legitimate WWE Championship, but no, Mabel had it done himself, didn't he? Which, yeah. Outside of... Yeah, just had him done for himself. Yeah, it's a custom job. (laughs) Just so you know, in case people forgot that you were King of the Ring champion. (laughs) We tried to forget and he's went around the (laughs) No, no. Uh, Yeah, please send us your questions to... Mailbag at cultaholic.com. Applause for Dick. <laughs> you're gonna leave that. You're gonna leave that in, aren't you? You get pause, get. And in this week's Reese's pieces, the ones that we got sent were cack. So we're doing one ourselves uh, because of no, we only Starcast have... coming up. I'll tell you, it's the man who puts this together. We had one suggestion. And it was the the Raw Super Shows from back in the day versus the Wild Card Rule, which like what do you mean oh, to say right, about that? Right. So like I said, they were cuck. and oh. this week is gonna. Oh, I'm joking, man. I thanks for your all. suggestion, yeah, thanks for mate. Yeah, thanks thank you. Yeah. Don't listen to him. <laughs> anyway, they think that this is my role in the podcast. By the way, <laughs> these are the, how do we deflect criticism? We'll get a new character. So no one's ever going to talk about how, oh, Ross isn't funny anymore, or Jack's no longer cute, now he's got that facial hair. So it's always about me. <laughs> I had a shave last night. Carry on. I had a shave last oh, night. Uh, so <coughs> we are going to stick Two with... Two tickets to the adult movie, please. <laughs> <laughs> are you wearing a jacket? Uh, someone... <laughs> so in honor of being co-opted by StarCast, and we will be co-opted by anybody that's willing to give us a free ride, <laughs> we will have Cody, no surname, Versus Goldust. Gold and Stardust, as they were called for a time. Gold yes. and Stardust. <laughs> yes, that fits. Reese's Pieces. Oh. Who have you got? It's difficult, isn't it? Yeah, I hope so. Because Goldust's done more. Absolutely. But it looks like Cody's 
potentially gonna do more on an industry-wide level. I was gonna say in a different way than yes. just in ring, because which one's the better wrestler? I think Dustin had it harder off to begin with, wasn't he? Because he actually looks like Dusty Rhodes. Oh, he was, and uh, it was Dusty a, Rhodes Junior. And it was places. a big deal that he was Dusty's son. He was the natural because he's he came out of the sack of a professional wrestling great. It's hard to live <laughs> up yeah. to that. He's the natural. <laughs> yeah. He's the natural. He's the son um, of a girl. Whereas Cody, obviously, I think he's 15 years younger than Dustin. So mm. He had a bit more time to for Dusty to sort of. Yeah, and I have started typing tweets that I've then had to delete because I've gone, well, you know, the three generations of Rhodes. Oh, oh it's two generations, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Uh, Goldust is not Cody's dad. Yeah. Looks like it could it. be, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I want to go for Goldust, you know. Okay. Just for that run in, like, 96 or whatever it was, when he was, like, at the main event level. It was a gimmick so far ahead of its time. Yeah. In many respects. But also a gimmick that yeah. was perfect for its time in many respects. Yeah, I get what you're saying. That made sense in my head. It, I tell you, <laughs> you, you watch some of those roles like in full with all the, the TL Hopper and the Goon matches, and it's like, oh god, this was a bad period. And then Golda shows up, and it's like it's like a completely different show has entered, and you're mm-hmm. like, what the hell? I mean, it's it's really really out there to begin with. It hasn't aged. Sometimes we age well when he's dry humping Undertaker, <laughs> like, and like he's got the bagpipes ready for the pipe, but it's like. I can't wait to blow your pie. <laughs> <laughs> and all this is like, oh, okay, we got it, we got it. And Did it ever get revealed, like, why the push stopped? Because it just sort of went away, didn't it, very quickly? And then he was... They were getting a lot of complaints, apparently. I mean, I'm not Brucey e. P here, so I have to ask him exactly why, what came first. Because I'm not sure if the plan was to put the title on him. It was just to get people talking, and mm. it, it did. Yeah. But, but before then, Cody had... Dustin had a great... Yeah, it's, it's a long day. Dustin had great matches with guys like Vader in WCW in 93. Had his working boots on then. And then he went down a bit in 90... Like, before he went to WF, he was like, yeah, whatever. But, like, yeah, he was having hellish stuff in, like, the early 90s in WCW. But then, yeah, I think putting the paint on being Goldust added so many years onto his career because he was doing nothing. <laughs> Those matches are bleeding awful to begin with. I mean, the great and great crowd noise and everything. Mm. But he does nothing. I mean, if we're sat here in 10 years doing the Cultaholic Wrestling podcast, I'll probably change my mind and say Cody because he will have achieved more. Hmm. But as we're sat here now in 2019, I'm going to put Dustin over him just because of what they've achieved to now. Mm. As we're sat here right now. Yeah, I'll go with that. I'm going to agree with what Ross said, but also agree that Cody's getting there because he's just going to... If it goes well, he's going to change the the game. Mm. Even if All Elite doesn't... I don't think it like overtake WWE, but even if it just hangs about and is an alternative, mm-hmm. it's just like, and and also I find Cody really, like much funnier, like in being the elite and stuff. The way he like overacts and stuff. You see the, the episode after Wrestle Kingdom where they'd all lost their matches because <laughs> they were on their way out, and the, the young bucks like, don't worry, they wouldn't book all of us to lose. <laughs> like it's not like, that. <laughs> and after Marty and I think it's Hangman have lost the pre-show match. Marty walks in and they're all like, don't worry about it, Marty and Hangman, you did all right. And Cody just walks right up to him and goes, God damn it, Marty. <laughs> and after Cody's lost his match, he like launches a chair into like this wall at the back and he's like, no. And they're like, Cody, calm down. He's like, he got wrist control on me. It's Juice Robinson. He's like, got wrist control. So I find him, I think he's very, he knows his audience really well. Hmm. He knows how to woo the smarks. But at the moment, in terms of legacy, it's got to be gold dust. Hmm. I mean, I, I can't watch all the Being the Elite shows because I'm lactose intolerant. But the, I mean, the both... Was that a cheesy joke about a cheesy? Yeah, it was. Okay, right. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking like milk? What? Okay, right, cool. I've got, no, sorry. I've got, no, I got it. That's cool. Sorry. No, milking is what I'm doing with a shirt. <laughs> the, the both 
definitely managed to step out the shadows of one of the most famous wrestlers of all time, yeah. which is amazing considering the lineage there. Not many wrestlers get a chance to do that. Mm. I think maybe only Jeff Jarrett is one of the few people that gets to that. But I'm going to go with Cody. Shane. Charlotte Flair's got a famous dad. <laughs> Charlotte's like, Charlotte's done way better than I thought she was. Sasha Banks did quite well out of Eddie's shadow. And I Aww. love that joke. <laughs> love it. And Why has this picture been doing the rounds of Becky Lynch's mom? Because they're what? in Ireland, aren't they, at the minute? Oh, right. So she went and saw her mom. But then there's a picture of Becky Lynch's mom when she People was like... People say I look like me, but ask me, dad, isn't it? <laughs> Bastard. But then there's... But there's a, there's a picture that's been going around of Becky's mom in like the 70s or whatever. I guess she looks like Becky. She's a bit hot, is she? Well, I suppose she looks a like a hot. nice woman back then. <laughs> um, yeah, I suppose. So She might be on our flight to Vegas working. Well, Becky Lynch's mom. That's what she did back in the day, wasn't it? There's that famous story when Becky gave up wrestling for a bit and went and worked with her mom on she the plane. She was a flight attendant, yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Mm. She's still going. She might be working on our flight to Vegas. Whoa, lads! Cody's the best one. You've still Cody, got it. Cody's the best. He wins yeah, yeah. Reese's Pieces. And yeah, I was gonna say Cody, my Cody's my pick because I've got lots of mileage out of the where's our referee? <laughs> he was trying to do something on me. Yes. So thank you, Cody. And you he's were also, nice to and you were nice to me in the three seconds we spoke. So he's I mean, a very nice that's all I ask. Man. And Goldust has me blocked on Twitter. <laughs> has he? Why? Because oh. he's Goldust. Oh, he yeah. Blocks I everyone. Thought, oh yeah, I forgot he's a knob to fans, isn't he? Are you not blocked? No, I don't follow him though, so I've oh. never mentioned him. As far as I'm aware, just now. Just a mark. I've just, just, I've just checked Ross. You blocked. Just a dirty mark. As far as I'm aware, Cody's dirty the only mark. one who's been out on the lash in Newcastle. But Goldust might have done in like the nineties or something. He might have gone down one of the old Newcastle. I had a clubs. wrestler shot with Cody Rhodes. I don't know if I say. I'll go for he it. He fell for the gargling whiskey thing. But I like whiskey, so I showed him up. <laughs> I've told me, sorry, yes. And I, it's good because I'm like, oh, if that happens to me, I'll be all right. Cause I love whiskey as well. <laughs> Oh, I didn't. Nothing wrong with my throat. I didn't join in. Read the reviews. When they were getting the shots in, I slinked around the back. I was like, nah, none of this I for lasted me. Hello, mum. Uh, two seconds. Yeah. I lasted longest, me. Did you? Yeah. Well done, Ross. Well done. <laughs> That's why we got booked. <laughs> Did we wrote that down and go, yeah, they're going to hang. Ah, he remembers this, that night. Yeah. <laughs> this kid's got it. <laughs> well, that was Reese's Pieces this week. Uh, sorry they weren't very good, but we made the best with what we had. <laughs> if you have good Reese's Pieces, oh, God, please I, send them to you. Still got the big question to go on. I would do. Christ, this is a long Ma- one. Isn't cult- it? Mailbag at cultaholic.com, by the way, for recent oh, reasons. It's Cultaholics. The question. And in the big, big, big question this week is who should win Money in the Bank? And of course, there are two sets. This lovely, no expense spared graphic there. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Adam. <laughs> He slid it under the door while we uh, were recording an earlier part of the podcast. Just, I know what said, you did. He said, just ignore us. Just ignore me as I do it. But he made it really hard to ignore him because I can see the door from here. And yeah. he tried to go under. Couldn't get it under. Then he had to switch it through the side of the door. Mm. And it got stuck on the handle of it. And I could just see him, his gangly frame just <laughs> trying to push yeah. it. Gangly frame. Oh, Bless is that how it is now? We're shooting. Oof. Oh, I should have nominated his cat for the Hall of Fame. He's got a new cat. Ooh, has is he... it actually called Mr. Happy? Uh, yeah, but I said, what do you call it when you call it? He says, I just call it Happy. And I'm like, oh, oh that's fair that's enough. He's, uh, oh, not Mr. Happy. got an eight-year-old rescue cat. It's lovely. Oh, Small black that is cat. nice. He said it was really scared at first, but now... Or he, he, I'll give the cat because it's a boy. He said the cat was really scared at first, but now he's come out of his shell and he, like, oh. jumps on his bed and that. He was in a shell? That's a toy voice <laughs> he's got. <laughs> but she hasn't lived with it. I don't want to tell him yet. Okay, so the, <laughs> the women's... The goes... <laughs> God Christ. The women in the match Emma Moon, Mandy, Dana Brooke, Alexa Bliss, Bailey, 
Natalia. What's wrong, Matthew? <laughs> Are you all right? <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm, does that sound bad? Really? I'm actually Alexa just... Bliss. I'm trying to hurry this up. I think we're... Mandy. we're this is at the point now where people have stopped listening about 15 minutes ago. So, uh, Naomi and Carmella. And it's just weird looking how many of them are... Look like, the same. Yeah. Like, <laughs> big old blonde hair, all got uh, skin like... Uh, what's it? I mean, it's there's a type. Hitchcock would put these... Skin like what's it? I think it's more orange. Oh, yeah, orange. I was thinking of like the. Crinkly. That's why there's a huge delay. It's like, skin like. Well tanned individual, Matthew. What else? Um, I will go with them first. I I know who I want to win, and I think she might as well. Bailey? Ember Moon. I think I said last time in the podcast. It's her time. (laughs) Can anybody tell me who's sleeping with who? Is that in the song? The last line of the song, yeah. Yep, is it? If you listen all the way through, that's Triple what it says. H- Triple H is my time. I do not know. Just uh, the song ends, and he just Chris Thingy comes back on and goes, "Is it Chris Thingy? Warren? Chris Warren? Yeah. R.I.P. Can anybody tell me who's sleeping with who? That's your Noel Foley impression <laughs> as well. <laughs> <laughs> I used to like my time. I should have said that one in the boys. My time's his best. Theme tune. <laughs> the game's more. For that fitting, time it was. I think, but my time is. It's my childhood one. I'm like, oh, mm. Triple H is coming now. Yeah. Bedtime. 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 <laughs> and <laughs> Bailey, I think, is going to win okay. uh, to get some respect that she needs at this point. She's going to be at the top level. Uh, anybody else, I can't well, see. Vince came in and caught her red handed sitting on the locker room floor. That was Banks, wasn't it? And Bailey. That's a nursery rhyme, isn't it? I was doing Shaggy. It wasn't. <laughs> I was, was going to say, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> caught her red handed. <laughs> So I need to do that now. It was Bailey. <laughs> but you dropped the belt at Mania. It was Bailey. <laughs> it was Bailey. <laughs> Complained on Twitter. It was Bailey. <laughs> oh my god. Had to get Bobby Lashley some water. It was Bailey. <laughs> uh, uh, you're not a locker room leader. <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> you won't sign a contract for double your downside salary. Revival. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so who's your pick for. Uh, my heart and head is saying Bailey, like you. Because oh. I think that's what they've been doing on SmackDown recently with her losing these high-profile singles matches. Not going to do to build her back up again. Exactly. Um, and I just, I, I like Bailey a lot. And it used to pain me to see her being confused by a kendo stick. Oh, yeah. Those days, she didn't know how to use it. No, um, so she's come a long way since then, but there's still a little bit more to go. And I think the money in the bank would... Uh, plus, I want to see Izzy happy. So yeah. Oh yeah, that's what we all want. So you think and want Bailey to win? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I want Ember to win certainly, and I think she might as well. I want her to do all of the moves though, Ember Moon. Oh, an eclipse oh. off the ladder. Whoa. Whoa. I think Ember will try and get it, and then Nijax or somebody will interfere. So oh. that's a, a feud for Ember Moon to do, and then we get Ember versus. Oh, someone tweeted me last night, by the way. Tamina got a championship shot last night in Belfast. Nice. Good. What, Pelfa? Tap or snap? <laughs> Beast for me. Still lives. And the men's... Wait, who do you want? Oh, Bailey. Bailey. Saying, sorry, yes. Uh, the men's... Money in the bank. We have... Andr- just the first names. Andrade, <laughs> Rick, <laughs> Drew, Finn, Braun, Baron, Ali, Randy. Randall. Young Randall, Barry. Randall. Um, Drew. I want... And- no, I'd... You know what? I'd like to see... A lot of them have it actually. Ricochet, Bala maybe, Ali, uh, but I think Drew's the front runner. Yeah, I think Drew. 
If Drew had won on Raw, I'd say that. I would be dead cert, but like I said, he's gone up and down and up and down and up and down. Drew. So I'm going to say Braun. Oh, he won Because at least year? he's looked slightly dominant in the last few weeks and he, he won, won the Battle Royal. But he so won it's last like year? there is that last chance. Who wins it twice? Will he. What? Who wins it twice in a row? Well, CM Punk. The, the Monster in the Bank. CM Punk, doesn't it? You see the, the, the gallery? That's a pathetic thing we should have mentioned before. The, oh, the gallery on. of all the Money in the Bank winners are the best and they didn't put Punk in there. <laughs> Even though he's the only one to win it like properly twice, I know Edge yeah, did later yeah. on, but oh yeah, yeah. Um, he won it. He won in consecutive years as well. Punk, he yeah, did. He had the horrible so, yeah. rain in 08. Oh yes, where he cashed in on uh, on Edge. Edge, yeah. Oh, on Edge, after after Batista, Batista, yeah. Up, yeah. And it was just a, it was just a, a job that happened to it be the world champion. It was just to get the title back to Raw because yeah. yeah, okay. And then next year with the Jeff Hardy feud, it's like oh that that was great. That was money. That was Jeff. Honestly, Jeff, sorry. <laughs> when he's like about to apologise so, and he just because uh, dresses him yeah. <laughs> I just like the promo where he fakes like he's going to make friends with him Jeff honestly mate <laughs> great um, so yeah I think Punk should win <laughs> and then Good sit guess. on top of the, like he did at Wrestle oh he's, that, he's the I remember his celebration now because it was lent diagonally against the turnbuckle and he stood on it like that that was cool yeah well, if just the pipe bomb now it's like don't talk to me Colt Cabana <laughs> <laughs> yeah any thoughts? Uh, I want Andrade to win. That's a good shout. It, nice. fits, it fits the heel shtick, doesn't it, more than Money in the Bank. Mm. That's some wrestling inside for you there. I agree, but <laughs> right now his shtick is, aha, he can't speak English very well because he's foreign. He's got a hint of the uh, Almando Estrada about him when he speaks, I think. Mm. Very, Alejandro! Very bombastic. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Ready, but he, but fantastic. You know he doesn't. Mr. Roll, 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 oh. roll, Are we doing more, roll, are we doing more shaggy? <laughs> more shaggy songs. Is that shaggy? Is that Mr. Bombastic. Yeah, Mr. Bombastic. Oh, yeah, Mr. Bombastic. That was Lee Julie. The one you did with Ali G. Oh, God, that was a bad song. A to the L to the I to the Jizzy. No, it was a good song. Well, it wasn't. Can you come along with your big bubble love? Yeah, that was it, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Go look and change, Shaggy. We're, we're wait, really there. Wait, Julie. We're cutting edge. Shawnee Paul's playing Newcastle soon. Is he? Shawnee Paul. John Paul. John Paul. John Paul. Oh, my God. I'll give me two. I'll give me two. Right. I'm going to give me two. I'm going to give me two. I'll give me two. This is not. We're not. We're not cool. I got the right. I can remember half the lyrics. The thing is, I don't think he's had a song out since about 2005, has he? When, when your one hit is temperature, that's all you need. Play that. Who wants to hear temperature one more time? Yeah. Sean Paul craps all over Pitbull, mm. man. Oh, yes, he get, he's got Get Busy. And Get Busy. He's got Light Glue, the slower one. Remember? I don't know the people say. Oh, yeah. When I do. He's got We Be Burning, not concerning what nobody's got to say. That's a good one as well. Oh, yeah. We be burning. He's all like right in the time. That's yeah. Sean Paul's got. So yeah, I like Sean Paul. <laughs> he's got Baby Boy with Beyonce as well. Baby Boy, say I'm a man. That one with Blue Cantrell. Breathe. Oh, oh. let's go. <laughs> When's this? When Sean? Yeah, wait, Sean Paul? soon. I don't know. It's at the arena. Does no. he follow any of us on Twitter? No. <laughs> oh, we're not going to know. We're just gonna have to be friends with Wally instead. <laughs> oh, KSI. Just message Wally. Do you know Sean Paul, mate? Why, why, yes, yes, Fellow I do. Rapper, why do you ask? You're part of the rap No, he just community. got kicked out of the rapper's club. <laughs> where all the cool rappers go. Oh, Can we end the podcast? <laughs> I don't think anyone's listening at this point. Uh, so, thank you very much for enduring. Who's going to get nominated for the Hall of Fame next week? <laughs> <laughs> we'll be like Avril Lavigne, 06 to 09, for example. Yeah, thank you very much for watching this or listening to this, however it is you're doing it. 
Ross, anything to plug? Uh, at Ross on Rasting on the Twitter and the Instagram. Jack, same to you. At Sean Paul. Stop cramming my thigh. Oh, but, uh, I love that song. And, <laughs> uh, uh, OSW Review, the WrestleMania 35, 36, 37, 38, whatever year on now, because this podcast has been so freaking long. Go and watch it. I'm tolerable in this. Thank you very much. And please send your suggestions for questions on recent pieces too. Mailbag at cultaholic.com. And please give us your money on... Uh, Patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. But we appreciate it. And it's not just as shallow as Matthew's made out. And everything that we make from that gets Real reinvested deal. back into the company. So, Our flights you know. are being paid by somebody else. <laughs> we're not using that to go to Vegas. Honestly, we're not. Shut up. <laughs> Please, as always, either on the podcast or in Vegas, join us. Join us. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 